What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome back to What's Burning. Got my UCLA brother in here, Jelani McCoy. Man, let's get right to it. Y'all don't know how long it took me to set this shit up, so I'm but just he did it. eager but he did to get it, going. Y'all. y'all should be proud. Got it going. Did. I'm going to come on the road right now, coming to you from Sacramento. Uh, Kings just lost to a tough Hornets team. Man, I was telling you guys last night in the group chat, I saw LaMelo play live for the first time. 
Ooh, that motherfucker's cold, boy. Is he electric? Oh, man. He was in foul trouble the whole first half. He had three points, seven assists in the first half. Only played like eight minutes. And then the second half, he ended up with like 25 and 12 and six. It was like... He He's going. one of those so, rare players. He can score two points and dominate a game, too. Yeah, it was crazy. So, uh, man, let's get to it. Last week, great week on the Laker front. Uh, all the smoke. We got Jack to fly to Cali and had Magic Johnson, who will be our first show of 2023 live experience. Um, DJ Quick perform- or, uh, was the DJing that night. Great vibe. Shout out to home Hwood Group, uh, Beverly Hilton, Legends, the whole Malka and Showtime team. Thoughts on it? You were there. Uh, legendary, remarkable, having Jack out, you know, getting surrounding him with some brotherly love, getting him back out the house again, starting to get him back, you know, getting acclimated to work. But the love and energy and light that surrounded the building, I believe, was medicine to him, I believe. Yeah. At some point at time during the interview, Magic started to realize, you know, we have black folks out there looking good at the top of the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I think he did say something about that, you know, address that to the crowd. Everything was first class. Yeah, shout out to the uh, Showtime of Malka team and everybody. Uh-huh. Shout out to you. The speech was amazing. Your pregame speech was amazing. Very uh, Maximus Gladiator-ish. <laughs> you know, I was proud to see your speeches are evolving. Uh, I'd like to know how you felt going up there. That's your guy. I mean, I thought it was dope. I mean, for to, for us to be able to grab Magic Johnson, you know, someone I've looked up to <clears throat> since I was a kid, uh, you know, to, to call him a friend and a brother and then to actually get him locked in on, on all the smoke. It's been a, a similar to Will Smith. Um, been trying to get him for years. Uh, you know, he, he, he blessed us with some time last week. And uh, again, a live show on top of that. The vibe was incredible. The funny part, I hope that we edit and show when I had to take a quick pee break and Paul Pierce just jumped up oh, on the coming. couch with Jack and started, yeah, I hope we keep that in there. That shit was perfect. Un, un, like it was just so, wasn't planned. He just hopped up and, and kept, the, kept the show going. So I thought that was dope. But in other news, bad Laker news. Uh, obviously, Anthony Davis goes down with a foot injury. Uh, he's been playing absolutely unbelievable. Averaging about 27 and a half and 12. Uh, hurt himself against Denver. Uh, didn't look too bad. Uh, but they say he'll be out for a handful of weeks. Um, again, I think this season, of all seasons I can remember outside of the bubble, like Anthony Davis kind of reminded the world who he is. Uh, he's been playing tremendous basketball. Um, but another injury, um, an unfortunate, random injury. But Jelani, is this who Anthony Davis is when he's healthy? He's un- incredible, but the hardest thing is to keep him healthy. We, we don't like to play games with people injuries. You know, we're not in those locker rooms every day. It looks like AD is trying to turn the corner and be, you know, serviceable for as close to 82 games that he has. He started the game, remember, wincing through back injuries, you know, playing in the first couple of games of the season. So uh, I think this is this. You might have to just logically as a, when you're assessing your talent in the front office, you might have to accept that AD may need somebody you know, to run against them, an understudy. I think Thomas Bryan is, you know, before people, Thomas Bryan got injured, Thomas Bryan was a hell of a player. He's I think solid. He was a, yeah, he was solid. a double-double. DeAndre, uh, mm-hmm. DeAndre-ish with jumper. I look at guys like that, but I think AD's always going to need somebody on the side to, you know, here and there when these injuries or even just when he needs to take time off to step in and be able to be productive at his spot. Yeah, I mean, it's just unfortunate. I mean, it's, he's so talented. And again, I think this last run of maybe six to eight weeks, like he's really 
imposed his dominance on the game and, and, and shooting a high field goal percentage. It seemed like the Lakers and LeBron, they were running through AD and, and the team had been playing a lot better. You know, LeBron was able to be himself by still running through AD. Uh, Russ has bought into his role. Shout out to D. Ham. Um, the role players have been playing well, <clears throat> but obviously this is a huge hit. So they actually come to Sacramento tomorrow. So I'll be calling that game. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of energy this team has knowing that, you know, their go-to guy is going to be down for about a month. They should be used to it, unfortunately. Yeah. Next up, um, something weird, man, and, 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 and I hate it because it's coming from former players. Um, I'll start with my brother, Eddie House, how he was uh, disrespectful to the uh, Orlando Magic when they played a home-and-home -home with the Celtics. Um, the Magic beat him the first time in Boston. Eddie says some some low key disrespectful shit, and then you know with this new schedule it was a home and home, so Orlando got him the next time they played, you know the day after, two days after, in Boston, and and uh, you know some of the uh, Orlando players trolled him with the uh, Rafer Austin slap <clears throat> during the playoffs when Rafer slapped Eddie, and Eddie got into the back and forth and told him to you know win one of these and holler. But again, Eddie House being my brother, um, I just don't like that kind of like, I don't feel like, like, why do we feel like we have to disrespect these, this, this generation of players? Again, our job as former players is tough because we have to be critical. And sometimes, you know, for me, I'm, you know, critiquing former teammates or whatever it is, but I feel like you can still be critical without disrespecting. And then this bum ass motherfucker, Wally Zerbiak, uh, is just completely Ooh. disrespecting. Yeah, exactly. Tyrese Halliburton, who's leading the league in assists, calling him a fake all-star and fake this and fake that. I'm just like, like, why? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what do you get out of that? You know, you're on, these people are on these, and I'm on a regional network. You know, I'm out here on, in SAC doing NBC Bay Area, but it's just like, I don't see why former players feel like it's, like it's their spot or that it doesn't make them feel better to disrespect these guys. Like, to me, this shit is super weak. I don't like it. Um, what do you think? Some of us have more G14 classified than others. I'm well aware of that. You know, we have all of us as former players. If you're going to hop on these devices and get in front of people, we all have a responsibility to do it a little right. better. I feel like it's too easy for, you know, former players to take shots and, and, and digs, you know, while they got the camera in front of their face. But I know it's a hard job because at the end of the day, that's how they're going to keep their job. You know, there's been a handful of players that have been able to, you know, get their sea legs and uh, criticize, you know. Uh, I don't know Wally, what Wally Zerbiak is talking about. And last time, you know, I knew he was on the shoulders of a lot of other great players, you know, soaking up some minutes and shots and then they were left around. I know he might have some moments, but I don't think he has the G14 classified to be speaking up like he's Shaq or KG yeah. or anybody else for, for that matter. So I think it's on them. They got to go do better and they got to go look in the mirror and figure out how they want to be leaders. Yeah. I mean, I think you hit it. You know, obviously there's been talk of, you know, Shaq and Kenny and those guys are G14 classified. So, I mean, if they're going to talk their shit, they're going to talk their shit. But I just, you know, outside of those two guys in particular, it's just like there's been 5,000 players in the history of the NBA. So that's why it bothers me when former players feel like they have to shit on the younger players because out of the history of the game, only 5,000 people have ever played this game and everybody in the world wants to be in the NBA so these guys can respect and understand how hard it is for these young boys to kind of uh, make their way. But I just see it so often, man. It's just like, man, it, it, it's, it's a tough position. But if you know the game well enough, you can talk about plenty of other shit. And again, we have to critique. That's part of our job. But to me, you can critique 
without disrespect than I thought what Wally Serbiak did with some bitch ass shit. And I didn't even like what Eddie House did and that's my homeboy. So it's just like, man, we gotta do better um, as former players, like you said, that have this camera in our face and, and, and it is our obligation to report back to the fans, so. You can't lose the years. Anyway. Yeah, we can't lose nah, the years. Come on, man. That's how you get that salty. that's how you get that disconnect. That's how you get that disconnect. And that's why younger players don't fuck with older players because of stupid shit like that. So anyway. Right. Moving on. The Nets are creeping up the Eastern Conference ladder. Uh over the last ten games, Kevin Durant is at thirty three, seven, and five. Um I've always said, and I, we haven't really got a chance to see this line with this whole team since they've been to Brooklyn. There's always been so much outside noise. You know, it's, you know, KD was hurt when he first came. Uh, you know, then they're able to get James and then Kyrie kind of goes on his hiatus and, you know, his, you know, not vaccinated and then all the stuff that was going on this year. And it seems like all this stuff is behind them. And when these two guys in particular, Kevin and Kyrie, just get a chance to play straight basketball, there's not too many people in the history of the game that are better than these two guys. So it's it's beautiful to see that, you know, Jock Vaughn has these guys heading in the right direction. Um, three and a half back from the number one seed. And, you know, that they were terrible, you know, just not too long ago. So what are your thoughts on, on the Nets kind of climbing the ladder now that the outside know it's a silence and basketball is to the forefront? I mean, I think we hinted to this a couple of WBs ago on my feelings about how Jock Vaughn might have been that guy for this team, and it seems like he is. He's been able to keep this team close together and just hoop and, you know, ignore the outside nonsense that's going on, you know, whether it's, you know, ownership or, you know, media. It seems like KD uh, KD has G14, uh, G14 classified, so it seems like his comment might have put fire in some, some people's ass, you know what I mean, including himself. And, and, and Kyrie. So we talk about, you know, the Nets for a reason, because at the end of the day, I think we said nobody, if they ever get this shit together, don't, don't nobody want to see the Nets in the East except for a handful of teams. And that could flip flop with injuries. And, you know, the, the, the NBA, the storylines are just awesome. Health is going to be a play a big part. And it seems like they're, you know, they're getting a couple of pieces back and staying healthy. And I think they're going to still, I think the Nets are going to be just fine. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to me. You know, you see that they're looking to actively trade Joe Harris, but they got him back. They got mm-hmm. uh, Curry back. Uh, TJ Warren, someone who's very underrated, who I like a lot, got him back in the mix. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they make any moves uh, before the All-Star break. But, you know, anytime you have Kyrie and, and, and KD healthy and just playing basketball, it's a hell of a two-man game, man. So wish them the best of luck and happy for them just to be able to play to who, basketball. Right? Breaking news here on what's burning. The Phoenix Suns have been sold to a gentleman named Matt Ishbia. Excuse me if I mispronounce his last name. Uh, Michigan State grad. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was a walk-on basketball player there who's in the mortgage space now. But the Suns have been sold. Um, I think it's good. You know, the Robert Sarver situation, to me, he didn't get enough heat because so much shit came right after him. The Ime Doka stuff and then the Kyrie stuff. So no one really got to focus on what kind of piece of shit Robert Sarver is. But glad that this transaction has happened for the sake of the NBA. Um, Again, there's no room for racism or sexism or just being a bad fucking person. And yeah, isms. And and that's what Robert Sarver was. So congratulations. Yeah. Gone. Congratulations. The Suns have been sold to a, to a, to a guy with some morals and integrity. And, uh, you know, I hope he continues to help this team climb the ladder. Phoenix is a great city, great fan base. Um, you know, so I wish uh, CP and Book and those guys the best. 
Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Donovan Mitchell, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Uh, four straight wins. Uh, best home record in the East, or excuse me, best home record in the NBA. Uh, third in the East currently. Uh, Lon, is this a legitimate contender you feel like in the Eastern Conference or let alone the league? I do. I'm, I think I'm going to start rolling with Cleveland right now. Uh, Donovan Mitchell seems to, you know, there's the, the articles or the links to, you know, what his time has been like in Utah and when, you know, how he's feeling a little bit more comfortable in Cleveland. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and I, I, I can I can imagine why, but I like this team. There's youth, there's experience, there's championship experience. Uh, they got an excellent coach. Um, they got some pieces they can move around. They're, they have length, they have speed, they have shooting, they have defense. Uh, I think they're the top defensive team in the league. So I think they're holding down the, the number one record at home and the number one record on defense for a reason. That's because they're pretty they might be pretty good, you know, so uh, I'm happy for these young dudes. You know, I hope they continue to stay healthy. Uh, like we, we all know, that's a big part of it. Happy for Donovan. And I think yep. they're going to remain up there, you know, top three, top four store spots in the East. And nobody nobody might not be there to call their bluff at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's what this shit comes down to. You can get, you know what I mean, galvanized and going on a good road when it's seven out of ten games every ten, six out of four. You know, if you're looking up, you're still in that top three spot. You produced some winning habits for you know the 2023 season. Every every season is different, so I like this Cleveland team. I'm gonna start rolling with them. Plus, they have Swish over there. You know, they hosted Swish uh, in his Cleveland weekend from the Browns mm-hmm. to you know courtside at the Cavalier game. So I'm happy that they you know acknowledge one of their former players, and I think I'm gonna start rolling with the Cavaliers. Yeah, definitely. Shout out Junior. Um, yeah. I like this team again. Young team, uh, young coach, playing the right way. Um, this Eastern Conference is just a motherfucker, though, man. The Celtics, the the the, the Bucks. Yeah. I think this is a second round team, and and like you said, if no one calls their bluff, I could see them making the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, yes. I don't know yeah. if they're ready to represent the Eastern Conference in the finals, but I definitely think this team is headed the right way for all the reasons you said. I really like this team. Uh, you touched on the Donovan Mitchell situation. I didn't get a chance to read the article uh, that Marcus Spears just did an interview with them, but it was. It, it caught my eye instantly because he was talking about kind of the energy in Utah. And Jack and I have been talking about this shit since 06, 07, or excuse me, the 07 season uh, when we said there's just racism. And he talked about being pulled over and how he was getting harassed until he showed his ID and who he was. And it made him think like, what about the other black people here, uh, you know, that don't have my position in power? Like, how are they treated? And, and, and how people can cheer for him one second and then the next second, uh, just the negative racial tension energy. And he spoke to obviously playing in Cleveland where he sees more people that look like him. And he feels that uh, a lot more comfortable. And it was crazy because obviously I didn't know this interview was coming. But when Cleveland came to Sacramento, I went down on the court and talked to him. And I'm just like, man, I'm having a great season. Like, how was, like, what's going on? What's changed? He's like, bro, I'm happy. I'm like, damn, that's mm-hmm. all it takes uh, is to be happy. And, and obviously you know hearing the backstory now, and it's crazy because how do you treat your like your franchise player? I mean, it just shows how much hate is really out there, and the fact that I, and like I said, I haven't read the article yet. I look forward to reading the article. You know, Marcus Spears is a friend of the program, great yeah. guy. So looking forward to reading the article. But again, just the kind of the cliff notes I read on it, it just made me shake my head because you know this is something that's been pointed out. <clears throat> People want to continue to deny it. 
But there's just a lot of bullshit that goes on out there in kind Utah, and I'm glad. I, it sounds like he respectfully kind of explained it. It kind of makes you think, what was Carl Malone going through out there? Man. What was they doing to Carl? It's because Carl was 6'9", 270. They didn't want no smoke. You know what I mean? It's, you know, Carl really has never spoken up about these issues. John Stockton, mm-hmm. it's Thurl Bailey. It's been a lot of brothers that played over there with the Jazz that are very not so as outspoken as we like to hear. I'd like to hear like how they were treated during their times. You know, are you pulling yeah. Carl Malone over? Is it the is it the youth movement of the, you know the hair and the cars and the chains? You know, the irritates. Is it because Carl Malone was riding on motorcycles and driving trucks and shit? That I'm wearing cowboy hats. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I like that. <laughs> I'm like, I can imagine why he's yeah. uh, happy back being in the 1999 in Cleveland as mm. opposed to, you know, stuff yeah. up there in Salt Lake. So I'm happy he's happy. And you know what happens yeah. when, you, when you're happy, you ball out. Yeah. 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 I mean, shout out to Donovan Mitchell, man. We're happy for you. Happy that you're in a better place and you're more comfortable and carrying your team, man. So shout out to the Cavs and, and best of luck the rest of the way. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Next up... Money Talks presented to you by Moneyline, the only money app you'll ever need. Uh, in the bubble, Jimmy Butler started a coffee company. He was charging his boys 20 bucks a cup, but he has transitioned that into a profitable venture. And, uh, you know, he's selling cups of coffee now, uh, along with merch and, and, and other stuff. So thoughts on, obviously, the creativity in the bubble to create that first and foremost, and then, you know, Two and a half years removed from the bubble, uh, he's turned this into an actual business. That's off to Jimmy. Twenty dollars a cup sound right for me. You know what I mean for an NBA ball player. You know, when you're staying <laughs> at these hotels, you go down and get your right. uh, a tea Same or a coffee thing. at the lobby. It's twenty dollars. He did some good market research. Sounds mm-hmm. like he was on his shit. Uh, right. You know, e-commerce and him being able to wear his own shit on planes and in photos, you know, reach his fan base. Because at the end of the day, these are probably Jimmy Butler fans. And he's got Chicago, you know, Miami. You know, there's Jimmy Butler fans in every market that he's played in. So I'm just Mm -hmm. happy that people are able to take what they do in their daily lives and things that they actually like and then profit from them as opposed to making an infomercial for somebody else's product. So (laughs) at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I'm I'm liking what's going on. You've had some opportunities to invest in some things, legends being one of them and other things Mm -hmm. that you've invested in your space, cannabis. Um, How how has it been for you Mm -hmm. using this to transition after basketball, even before you got to, you know, a TV personality? You were a serial entrepreneur who had a couple years. Uh, I mean, before we get to that, shout out Jimmy Butler and Big Face Coffee. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, I think it's great. You know, I I think it's more it's normalized now. People being able to transition into business. And, you know, me and, and one thing I want players to understand, too, is there's a lot of times you can get equity in businesses for you. Like you don't have to put a dollar in. And that's where I've been lucky at being able to be someone who comes in the room every time as me and comes with creativity and ideas and facts and a great dot connector. So I've been able to acquire equity in companies just from being me. And I hope that's what some of these younger players understand. Uh, sometimes there are times you need to invest to, you know, to help, you know, pull that. And I've done that with a few companies, but I just think it's a great time. You know, obviously financial literacy is something cool now and never used to be talked about in the locker rooms when we were coming up. You know, we talked about women, cars, jewelry, houses. Yeah, we never talked about, you know, 
investing and, and that kind of shit. So I think it's dope that this is a normalized conversation now and hopefully it'll help athletes, you know, not make the mistakes that athletes in the past. Um, since we're talking about brands, shout out the homies from Eastside Golf. You know what it is, man. These, these two brothers out here, man, they just signed a, a brand deal with uh, Jordan. So I'd love to see these two young entrepreneurs, man, doing their thing. If you guys see this, I need some more girls. And you guys sending people Jordan. Yeah, he gonna need some more because he gonna he gonna need that, it. Like that, I'm hitting the links. Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, I gotta he watch out with these motherfuckers around. around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hitting the links as soon as I get off this set. So man, shout out to Eastside folks. I would have had my black sweatshirt on underneath the matchup, but it's too hot in my hotel room. But shout out to the homies at Eastside Golf, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. And everybody and, get it. And uh, that's a wrap for Money Talks, presented to you by Moneyline, the only money app you'll ever need. Next up, legendary moments brought to our brought to you by our newest sponsor, NBA Top Shot. Jelani, this is really taken off. Uh, I think it's super dope. Our friends are at Top Shot are having uh, started their 12 days of hoop miss. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, Harrison Barnes and Cole Anthony right now are doing some cool giveaways um, from uh, Top Shot on their Twitter. Um, memorable moments. If I can have a memorable moment. Um, as a top shot, I think it would probably be when Chris Paul threw the lob to DeAndre Jordan and Brandon Knight for some reason jumped. One of the most disrespectful alley-oops in the history of basketball. And Brandon Knight ain't been the same since. So I'm not sure where he's at, but we wish him well. But that was some fucked up shit. Anything come to mind for you? In the same vein, I'm going to say, what is that, LeBron over JT? Ooh, the lob from, yeah, ooh. Mm -hmm. Let me see that, yeah. Go on and mint that up for me and put that in a digital collection. (laughs) That that, that was, ooh, that was just wrong. I felt bad for JT. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to have, sometimes you're in there and you can't get out. Dudes are too big and strong and fast. (laughs) You Mm. know what I mean? At the Mm. end of the day, once you leave that floor, you don't have that. That in the air turn or, or or the glide by, you know. But at the same time, I forgot who that was, but he set that shit up perfectly for LeBron on yep. JT. But man, nah, I think I would have to go with that moment. That was tough. Ooh. Well, holiday packs are on sale, some of which are included rare, legendary, and highly coveted rookie collectibles like Paulo Banchero's first ever Top Shot moment, his monster dunk mm-hmm. um, from his very first game, um, guys. Ladies, gentlemen, whoever's watching this, what is the Top Shot moment you want? Find it and go get yourself a Top Shot, man. Again, shout out to NBA Top Shot for jumping on board with the All the Smoke and What's Burning family. We appreciate you guys and uh, looking forward to working with you guys. NBA Top Shot is giving away $100,000 in prizes during their holiday campaign. Sign up at NBATopShot.com today to learn how to win. On the Radar, presented to you by DraftKings, the New York Knicks. Seven straight wins. I love to see it. Basketball is better when New York is relevant. Uh, DraftKings has them at the over-under. Over 42.5 wins is minus 115. Under 42.5 wins is minus 105. Uh, With their streak of late, Jelani, you see them over 42.5 or under? Mm, the message is coming to me. These are the knickerbockers. They're playing very well. <laughs> but, some, but some disaster could happen. Um, 
But I'm going to stay. We know the young homie Jalen Brunson. We've been down with him for a minute. I'm going to go over, man. I know that, like you said, basketball is better when New York is doing its thing. We need our knickerbockers, you know, you know, back in the light, back over there on the east. I'm going to say over, Matt. I'm going to say over. I'm going to be positive to close. Yeah. Up. I'm about to say I'm going to keep that positivity, positivity train running, too. I uh, love what Jalen Brunson has just brought to that team. You know, just a just – a, a blue collar grinder, and mm-hmm. uh, I think his mentality fit perfect with Coach Thibodeau and Randall, and, and and the way these guys are playing, man. So hats off to the Knicks. Happy to see them finding their groove a little bit. And again, we hope this continues. Bravo, New York. Uh, fan questions, fan questions. Uh, it's the end of the year, man. It's been a hell of a year. Looking back, um, obviously looking forward to getting Jack back in the mix. Line, you've done a great job stepping in and uh, filling in his shoes. Obviously, we'll be adding Rachel to the mix come 2023. I don't know if I'm supposed to let that cat out the bag. Well, Rachel will be out. joining. Yeah, what's burning, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but man, we're going to end the year right here. So, fav- um, yeah, at Jamaican Prince 03, favorite Christmas gift you've given or received? Mm. That's tough, man. Uh, you know what? It's whatever my kids give me. It's what it's the random mm. cup holders. I got a dope co- a cup of coffee mugs. You know what I mean? And I still I only use those when I drink coffee or you know whatever they make me. Those tend to be my favorite gifts out of year. Christmas on them, the little way they wrap it. I've seen a lot of dope Christmas gifts over the year. They're pretty charm charm like. <laughs> Uh, we both can say that, but I would have to say whatever comes from my kids usually ends up being my favorite gifts. Yeah, the sentimental gifts. Um, I don't know. Th- it comes. It, it's random that it just comes to mind. But I remember I talked about this the other day, and I don't remember why. But I remember when I was younger, my first basketball. I remember my um, Maddie Johnson and Larry Bird both had their own Spalding ball, mm-hmm. and my mom knew. I love Magic Johnson, but she went and she said that all the Magic Johnson balls were sold out, so I had to get a Larry Bird ball. And I was mad as a motherfucker, but also happy to have my first basketball. So this is, man, this is probably like 1987, 1988, but I remember that because I was looking forward to the signature of being a Magic Johnson basketball, but I ended up getting Larry Bird. Uh, and I was disappointed, but at the same time, man, I was super happy to have my first basketball. So, now that you shout out to Larry that, Bird, man. Yeah, now that you said that, it reminds me when I was a kid and I got this Sugar Ray Leonard. I wanted the Sugar Ray Leonard boxing gloves. Remember the Sugar Ray Leonard boxing gloves? With his and they got you, sh- and they got they got you Sugar Smacks boxing gloves. I did get knocked out by one of the older homies, <laughs> <clears throat> but I live to fight another day. I'm here on what's burning. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Oh, we got a a friend of the program in the building. This dude's getting entirely too much love too early, man. I don't know how how this is happening. At Genomatic, at the moment, who do you think is the top player Mm. in the NBA? That's a good question, Geno. It's such a Geno question, too. In the moment. In the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, three guys come to mind right now to me, and it's Jason Tatum, Mm -hmm. uh, Giannis, and Mm -hmm. Steph. Um, mm-hmm. To me, you know, you can throw KD in there as well. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take Jason Tatum. Like I said, I mean, I think he's got his team playing great basketball. He personally is playing great basketball. I think he's odds on favor right now, him and Giannis, uh, to win MVP. I know Luka can be in that mix too. Um, but I really like what Jason Tatum has been able to do with his team um, and individually. 
I like what Jackson Tatum is doing right now. I'm, I'm obviously always going to be up there with Giannis, but the shit that Luke is doing with, you know, with the lineups Man. and, you know, the lineups that he has down there and, like, a, the, not a lot of help and the way he's scoring and the different creative shit that he's doing right now, he's almost must-see, you know, he's up there with Ja as far as, you know, they're different watches. You're not going to get the super yeah. dunk and all the crazy shit, but the level of basketball that he plays in, the trifling Rollo shit that he get off when he plays, all the uncle shit that he does, <laughs> you know, and, and all this weird shit, you know what I mean? Off balance, wrong hand shit is just amazing to watch, you know what I mean? I know he's, his use is rated as high, but just to see somebody go Man. out there night and night and do that shit over and over and over again, he's my top pick for the best player. It, can, it might switch next yeah. week, but we say it right here and now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no. about to go with Luka. I think I don't think you can go wrong, obviously, with Luca and 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 his his workload and, and what he has to do for that team every single night just to have them in the game. Uh, you know, obviously, I don't think I don't think they got better in this offseason. With all due respect, you know, they made a, a beautiful run last season. Obviously, losing Brunson was huge, but I don't feel like they replaced him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're even talking about Dallas just shows how good Luca is. So it, it's funny too because you know. You, the oh the Rallo shit you say he pulls out this dude's still super young but yeah. he's playing like a vet so I look forward to his game maturing and him getting a little older because you know the only more isms come with that time so Luca's a cold 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 boy Luca Tatum cold. Giannis Steph KD I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those five as far as who you feel the best player in the NBA is right now uh-huh. last but not least at Nate dot Burling game. Should the Blazers make any moves before the trade deadline? I want to say the Blazers are currently like in the sixth slot. Mm-hmm. Um, is that correct? Um, Dame is starting to find this footing. Uh, an up-and-coming young superstar, Anthony Simons. I oh, saw him play in person and was super impressed with his game. Uh, he's, I mean, to, to lose CJ was tough, but if you had to lose CJ, I don't think you could have replaced him with a better young player with possibly more of an upside. And I say that with all due respect because CJ McCollum's a hell of a player in this league, but Anthony Simons is, is different. And then, you know, Shaden Sharp has got a rocket up his ass. This dude is flying all over the gym. Uh, Jeremy Grant has been having a great season. Um, but I, I feel like they need one more piece, you know, with the guys I named and, you know, Nurkic is over there, but I feel like they need one more piece. I don't really watch them enough to know what it is, uh, but I feel like they're a piece away and I'm not sure what it is, but I mean, obviously the guys I just named are all having, you know, playing their hearts out. And, and again, I love to see, obviously for Dame's commitment, I just want to see Dame win. So what are your thoughts with them? What's dope is you know, all the players that Chauncey talked about this summer in the off season that he was looking forward to seeing during this upcoming all doing season, their thing. they're all yep. doing their thing. You know what I mean? So hats off to Chauncey for you know yep. having the foresight and you know putting the confidence in the, the young players to let them know, hey, I'm about to let you rock. And it seems like you know they're up to the uh, up to the responsibility. I don't watch them enough, you know, uh, same same way as you, but I know they might, you know. They could use another piece, but we're not on the just get a piece just to get a piece thing you know, right. nowadays. It has to be the right piece. But, you know, shout out to Chauncey. They got new ownership over there, too, right? You know, the Blazers look like uh, mm-hmm. they're about to do it. They're about ready to do their thing. So I'm just happy that, like yeah. I said, Dane gets to get back and, you know what I mean, and mention that, you know, not be playing well below 500 and in the toilet. 
he's actually up, up there fighting for a playoff spot. So happy for Dame. Of course, happy for Chauncey. You know, shout out to the Blazers. Before we get out of here, also, Dame uh, became the Portland Trailblazers all-time leading scorer, passing the great Clyde the Glide Drexler. So even more reason to toot your motherfucking horn, bro. I, 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 obviously, I think the reason why Dame doesn't get his just due is because of the team he's on and the fact that their best team, in my opinion, coincided with the Warriors' dynasty run. Mm -hmm. Because Dame had some good Portland teams that would always run into the Warriors, but uh, you know, similar, similar to Quick again, like it hasn't he hasn't been as mainstream uh, in the market, and as far as team performance to kind of get the recognition he deserves. But Dame will go down definitely as one of the coldest and greatest shooters to ever do it. So congratulations on passing Clyde, and keep climbing, bro. For sure. That's a wrap. What's burning? You can catch us every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. Happy holidays, and we'll see you guys next year. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.